Tell your story, build your brand. ArtMediaNorthwest.com. A-R-T-M-E-D-I-A-N-W.com. Now enjoy this conversation with Jojo Scott. All right, we're here with Jojo Scott today. Uh, Jojo, thank you for being on the podcast and telling us about your new EP. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So when did you decide to start playing guitar and sing? So... I don't think music has ever really been a choice for me. It's just something that's been a part of me. I've always like sang since I was like really, really little. But um, guitar was more of like a decision that my parents were like, you should do this. And so when I was six, they bought me my first guitar. But then I didn't start taking lessons until I was nine. Okay. So yeah. yeah. And then uh, when you were nine, who was your teacher? Austin Randall at Five Star Guitar. Nice. <laughs> Love Austin. Yeah. He's awesome. All right. He, I'm going to interview him later this month. Oh, really? So, yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. Tell him I say hi. All right. Will do. <laughs> and with your recording, how did you come up with the song ideas? Yeah. So the album or the EP, I wanted it to be kind of like a concept album. So there was like a theme throughout the whole thing. And um, I've been working on this EP for two plus years, something wow. like yeah. that. Um, I've been recording for a while and I knew that I wanted to put out a project so I would just like write songs and be like oh this fits together but that doesn't fit together and eventually I landed on the idea of growing up because that's something that like obviously is happening to me right now I'm 17 so um, I just felt that like all the songs that I put onto this EP really fit together and yeah they all have to do with like my past present future like everything in like my life and yeah that's what it's about (laughs) awesome that's something we can all relate to uh it's some of us have to look back a little farther than others (laughs) so what inspired you to write your own music instead of like just playing cover songs yeah I think I've always wanted to write my own music I know that there's some really cringy videos of me on um (laughs) our desktop computer singing songs that I wrote when I was very little but in seventh grade I I was really inspired by Ed Sheeran. I just started getting into him in the seventh grade. And obviously he's a very amazing songwriter. I right. love his stuff. I see some Ed Sheeran tribute over there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So he definitely inspired me to start songwriting. I think I was going through a rough time with like friends that I had and um, just his music and that combined. And that's when my first song came out. I nice, guess. <laughs> nice. Um, if I can say, and we can cut this out if you don't like it, but um, I remember when you really started learning how to sing because I was teaching at Camp Amp mm-hmm. and I had seen you sing for, you know, quite a while already, yeah. you know, in, in different concerts and things like that. And uh, there was one year at Camp Amp and I was, you know, the band was playing and you were belting it out and I was like, Jojo learned how to sing. <laughs> it was like... <laughs> I just thought it was awesome because I saw a really like dramatic shift in your ability. And I think a lot of that is the confidence and the just ability to kind of let go of the judgments and, and kind of internal dialogue that goes on when we're trying to improve our skills as a musician. And and uh, and that was really cool to see that. Like I literally said it out loud because the band was loud enough <laughs> at that moment. It's like... <laughs> No, that's, that's really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it, it, I've always sang and like, I've always been singing, but there definitely was like a shift probably around like middle school where I was like, 
I don't really care what other like people perceive me as, you know, like this is what I want to do. And yeah, I've definitely have grown as a vocalist. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's an important shift that for everyone. And I think it's a good life skill to learn too. Mm-hmm. To not uh, kind of go so harsh at ourselves. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right. Um, so in the early years, where did you grow up? And can you share one or two stories from your childhood? Yeah. I mean, I grew up here in Portland. This has been my home forever. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I had obviously an amazing childhood with the most amazing and supportive parents ever. There's this one time, this is totally random, but it has to relate with music. We were like sitting in the car and my mom turns on the radio and there's this like really sad song that starts playing and I just like start uncontrollably sobbing and I'm like, turn it off, turn it off. (laughs) And me and my mom get in this like huge argument of over, like she didn't want to turn it off because she liked the song. And I was like, no, it was too sad. Like, and this was when I was like two or three and my mom was like, I knew from like, I knew before, like she knew before that I was always going to sing, but like she knew then that like my connection to music was like deeper than just like the surface level like oh wow. I like music you know that's amazing yeah who are some of your favorite authors artists and musicians um if if anything comes to mind yeah um let's see I'm not really sure about like authors I read like a very wide variety of books sure. and like I don't have like a specific author that like is my favorite but music wise like I said earlier, I love Ed Sheeran. I'm really inspired by Shawn Mendes, Harry Styles, Casey Musgraves. When I was little, I was really inspired by Taylor Swift. My teachers in elementary school used to call me Jojo Swift. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Fun facts. And uh, I don't know, I'm really into like Fleetwood Mac, The Beatles, Queen, Elton John, just like all that type of stuff. My music genres go really all over the place because like I'm really into like hip-hop and rap and then I'm really into like country and then pop music and then like oldies and like Motown and like all that stuff so it's really diverse yeah Yeah, I think that's awesome what are some challenges that you faced in writing and recording your music (laughs) a lot you know I had no idea what I was doing (laughs) (laughs) when um I first went into recording Um, but over the process, like I really learned a lot and I'm really thankful for all the people who have like helped me out over the process. So, um, I think I said earlier that I recorded at the Rye Room. So Matt Greco and the people who were working there with me. So Matt Greco, Jacob Westfall, Carrie Samsel, Mark Musi, they all played on one of the tracks called Famous. And then the rest of the EP was done at Track 11 Music with Luke Neal. And then it was mastered by Tyler Hobbs at Van Studios. And everyone who helped me through this process, like, I so appreciate them. I literally had no clue. I went in and I was like, oh, I was supposed to have everything figured out. Like, I thought we were going to do that here. (laughs) Like, no clue at all. But, you know, they helped me work through it. And I'm really proud of what came out that's awesome maybe i can write down the names of those studios and we can add that to the liner notes too so other other people that are in your shoes can kind of find out how you did it did the place and time that you grew up impact how you learned music wise yeah okay i can say that Because, like, school-wise, I don't know. I don't know if I really pay enough attention to school. (laughs) But um, music-wise, I think for sure a lot of my, like, drive came from... Obviously, I went to, like, lessons and, like, I learned, like, the basic chords there. But as a musician, like, I developed a lot at home because I had access to, like, 
the internet and YouTube and like、mm-hmm. going on ultimate guitar tabs and like looking up all the songs that I was really into. And that was what really pushed me forward, especially with my guitar skills. Because when I first started, I really hated playing guitar because <laughs> I was really bad and I couldn't do it very well. So, yeah. Well, you got better though. Yeah, you for pushed sure. through it. That's awesome.、Uh, when do you feel most creative? Is there a specific like time of year or. Something that inspires you to kind of go in a direction, or、um, I think my creativity comes from like emotion. So, like, whenever I feel sad, I'm very creative, and also whenever I'm like extremely happy, I can also be really creative. So, it's like I draw from whatever I'm feeling or whatever experiences I have、mm-hmm. had,、um, whether it's like that day or like. Three years ago, I look back at something and I'm like, oh, that made me feel really mad. I'm gonna write a song about that. But I think the least creative times for me are when I'm like really stressed out or like I just feel like fine, you know, like nothing good or bad is happening. Yeah, it's it's just, like whatever, I'm、yeah. living life. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, actually. What mentors did you have along the way that come to mind? Oh my goodness, there's been so many, so many people. Well, first of all, like, My parents, I guess they are the ones who ha- have helped me through everything. You know, my mom really pushed the music thing. She was like, Jojo, I know you love doing this. You really need to like keep doing it. And I was like, Yes, <laughs> I agree. I love it. But、um, Austin Randall was the first person who taught me how to play guitar. So him, he really helps、um, me become the guitarist that I am today. Definitely would not have been able to do anything that has happened so far in my life. If I hadn't been able to play guitar. And then there's so many people in the Portland music community who have helped me out and have like taught me so many things.、Um, a really big person、uh, for mentoring me has been Jacob Westfall.、Um, I don't know if you know him, but he's a really great singer songwriter in the Portland area. And he's helped me a lot, whether it's、um, go into the studio with me and help me figure out what I'm doing、um, or like. Just support me in my musical endeavors. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's nice to bound, be able to bounce ideas off of people or, or sort of like figure out a way to make the bridge work a little better with the song yeah, or whatever、sure. it is, you know. I think mentors are really important to a lot of us. And in, in,、uh, those that say that they're not, they probably have mentors in different ways, you know. Yeah, I Whether、totally、it be、agree. through recordings or books or whatever,、mm-hmm. you know. So, in your opinion, what are some of the best ways someone can cultivate the skills that you've learned? That's a good question. <laughs> I like looked over the questions before and I was like, okay, I think I have answers to all of these, but some of them are like, are very like, to me, they're like deep questions, you know?、Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I want to give like good advice. So, <laughs>、um, I would say just like, there's obviously like many different ways that you can cultivate your creativity or learn how to play guitar and sing. And I think it's all about just like, The first thing you need is the like want to do it. Like, you、yeah. can't be forced into doing something, especially when it's like very creative. But, like, for me, I really learned through guitar lessons、mm-hmm. um, and singing lessons, especially for singing. Like, I would not have gotten better without the lessons. Guitar, I see how some people like learn on YouTube or just like look up chords. You can obviously. Search the web or go buy a book and like learn that way. I think that's super important、um, as well. Even if you are doing lessons, you also need to do that.、Um, yeah, I agree. Yeah, for sure. And then, yeah, I mean, it's really just like you, ha- you have to really want to do it in、mm-hmm. order to 
be able to do it, I guess. Yeah, that makes <laughs> a lot of sense. It's really easy to give up, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's easy to give up when it gets hard. Exactly. And, and you got to push through when it gets hard. And as a guitar teacher, I'll just add a little uh, little liner note to that. Uh, learning stuff on, on Ultimate Guitar or whatever, um, often the chords and the tabs are wrong. So always oh, yeah, just use sure. your ear. <laughs> if your ear tells you that sounds wrong, don't do it. Do what sounds right. So, yeah, no, I totally agree. Sometimes yeah. I have to take the songs that I'm trying to learn into my lessons and be like, so all of this is wrong. I don't know <laughs> how to fix it. Please help. Right, exactly. Yeah. Sometimes it's good to have a starting point, though. Exactly. You know, they might have three out of the four chords correct. Who are some of your favorite bands and artists, either locally or just internationally? Yeah, I mean, I talked a lot about before, like, different like international artists that I like are like really popular artists um but local artists Haley Johnson um Haley Lynn the June Bugs Jacob Westfall the Samsel bands Common Hours there's so many great ones like I could go on I listen to local music a lot I think that it's really like underappreciated which makes me sad because I (laughs) I totally feel yeah no I like see how hard all these people in the community work and like I feel that too because I'm also working hard as well but um yeah I think that you know if you don't support local music you definitely should and some of the best music comes out of people in your city that you might not know of. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for that. That's great. How was your CD release party? Can you tell us about how that went and what other acts were there and all that stuff? I had a prior engagement, so I couldn't make it. Yeah, no, it was, um, it was so much fun. I was so happy with how it turned out. You know, when you're planning like events like this or like releases or anything even if you're not having a show to release it at it's like very stressful trying to get all the details in order and I'm just I had the show at Cobalt Studios and I'm so thankful to them for letting me use their space and um yeah uh, Jacob Westfall closed the night and Salvatore Manalo opened the night and then I was like in the middle there um nice but it was so much fun so many people came out and yeah I I'm so thankful. So. Yeah. What were your favorite and least favorite parts of writing, recording, and releasing your EP? I would say, I mean, the creative part was the funnest. Like, writing the songs, going into the studio and recording, like, doing the artwork and all that stuff. That stuff is, like, what I love. Mm-hmm. Um, the harder part for me was all the, like, stuff that comes afterwards. I don't think everyone realizes how much work you have to put in after the music is like done doing like all the little details and trying to get like things perfectly in place and like getting on to like I was on the news and Vortex um, magazine did an article about premiering the EP and that stuff I'm so happy that I did it and everything turned out so great but like all the tiny little details especially the most stressful part I think was the release show because it was Mm -hmm. like I had to find the venue find the people who would play and then after that's all done you have to get people to come out right (laughs) which you never know how the turnout's gonna be so yeah a lot of marketing and promoting and all that kind of stuff and you know even the details on the on the you know the disc itself getting mm-hmm. the artwork and and did you go oh through cd baby or was it uh yeah i went through cd baby it was it was a struggle i i released two singles before the ep so i knew how to do like the online stuff but like doing the like physical cd stuff mm-hmm. i had no idea so i used cd baby's site for that as well and um <laughs> i had like 
done all the artwork. I had spent like a week on like just trying to get all the little like details right and editing photos and doing all this stuff for it. And I go to upload it and it's not like on the <laughs> correct template. Oh no. But I don't have Adobe. So I had to send it over to Sarah Neal, who's Luke Neal's wife. And they're both amazing. They're both so supportive of my music and everything. Luke Neal is the one from Track Love and Music who okay. helps me record the EP. But um, she like totally reformatted all the artwork for me and she put so much work into it and I'm so thankful like I had no idea what I was doing that's awesome that's really great to have that kind of help and support when you need it you know and and especially when you get so close you know just like come on I know it's like (laughs) just one little toy right how do you balance music school creating gigs promotion recording um it's 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 a little bit difficult um (laughs) I definitely push off my schoolwork most of the time which is really bad my grades have definitely suffered this year but to me it's worth it because you know music is what I love doing creating and recording and playing shows like that's my passion and what I'm going to do after high school. Mm -hmm. I obviously like still get all my work done for school. Um, Sometimes it just takes me a bit longer, a little longer (laughs) than everyone else, but it's really just like, sometimes I have to stay up till like two or three in the morning doing like my English assignment because I had a gig the night before and it's a little difficult, but like I manage it's, I I couldn't not do music, you know, it's like, it's a give and a take and it's it's in your blood. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, do you think creativity or skill is more important? So in my opinion, I know a lot of people would disagree with me, but I think creativity is more important than skills because if you have the emotion and the like creativity it takes to write an amazing song um whether it has like super like advanced chords or like you know how to like tab it out or anything I think the creativity always comes first because you can always learn the skills later um but I think that you can be taught skills but most of the time the creativity has to already be inside you you can't always learn creativity I like that how would you describe yourself and your music (laughs) okay um I would describe myself as a young singer songwriter from Portland um I do acoustic pop music but I take a lot of inspiration from so many different genres like I was talking about earlier I take inspiration from like pop and hip-hop and rock and country and everything it just like all kind of blends into my acoustic pop set and everything I do kind of just like ends up blending together I I take like even when I cover songs I take them and I make them my own and how about yourself how would you describe yourself because that was your music right yeah that definitely was my music sometimes it's hard for me to like separate myself from my music so like if I was to describe myself, I would say hardworking and really creative. I, those are the two things to me that are like, if I were to say two things about myself, that's definitely what I would say. Cause without those things, I wouldn't be who I am. Would you say like, how would you say how valuable is creativity and music in the arts? How valuable are they to society? I think they're 
one of the most valuable things to this world especially music is such like a universal language even if you don't speak the language that's being like sang in the music like you could connect through the emotion and the feelings that you get like from music and you know the world would not be the same without it I think it would be a really really sad place without music or art or writing I agree do you have friends who are doing the same thing that you're doing with music and creating CDs and yeah so um I'm really good friends with a lot of artists in the Portland music community. So in that sense, yes, but people at my school, not really. Mm. Um, I think I'm, <laughs> I think um, there's some other musicians at my school who are also very talented, but I think um, a lot of the times like we're kind of like alienated or like looked at as like different because we're doing something that's not like what normal high schoolers do, which is, yeah. Sports and, and music Sports and band and, exactly. and, and things like that. Yeah. 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 That's a, it's a tough situation because like within your peer group, it's mm-hmm. not your peer group. So you've created another peer group that's outside of your <laughs> school, I guess. Yeah. Can you tell us about your current projects and where you would like to focus your creative energy in the near future? Yeah, so right now I'm working on a couple videos for the EP to go along with it. So right now I'm working on a music video for one of the songs, and then I have a few other video ideas um, that will all be released like in the next couple of months. And this next year I want to be releasing a couple singles, so you guys can hear some more of the songs that I wrote while trying to figure out what I wanted to do for this project, because... They were kind of all over the place. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's hard to have a a constant thread going all the way through an album. I think that's cool that you were able to achieve that. Thank you. Yeah. What would be your advice to 10-year-old Jojo if she would listen? I would say, well, even the advice that I would give my 10-year-old self, I would give myself now. And it's just to keep going, to work the hardest that you can, and to never stop doing what you love and to not care what other people think about you because I think that took me a little bit to figure out I was definitely like a very well I'm still a pretty shy person but when I was really little I was very shy and very self-conscious but I grew out of that and this point I'm kind of like I don't care you know what other people think of me I just want to do what I love doing that's good advice for anybody I think how do people how do people new to the music industry get their music out into the, the world and develop a following? Yeah, so my advice for that would be play as many shows as you can. Go to every open mic that you can. Open mics, I connected with so many different people and that's how I really met people um, because I couldn't always go to people's shows because I'm not 21 yet. So yeah, don't, Basically, just like keep doing what you're doing, keep creating, release music if you can. But I think it's really important to support other musicians as well, because then you'll get that support back. What are a couple of ways that artists can help one another? Yeah, so like I just said, like go to each other's shows, Um, support one another by listening to each other's music or posting about each other's music. And you can get together and write songs together or just like create like a creative community and just be kind to each other. You know, I think artists connecting and making connections with people who do 
music just like you is really important. Are there any questions I should have asked you so far that I didn't? I think you... I, <laughs> I think you got everything so far. Cool. I mean, I can't think of anything else. All right. Do you have any advice for our creative listeners? Yeah, I mean, it would be really similar to what I would suggest to my 10-year-old self. And it's just to keep going and keep doing what you're doing, you know? Sometimes people want to discourage you because they don't believe in what you're doing or they don't think that what you're doing is important. And it's important to like keep your self-worth and realize that if this is what you want to do and this is like the genre or any like the style of clothes you want to wear while you perform or anything like that like just keep doing it you know there's always going to be people who don't support you but it's important to be happy with yourself rather than make other people happy good where can people find you online and support your music in a cool way um, you can find me at Jojo Scott Music on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And then, let's see, you can stream my music if you look up Jojo Scott on any of your preferred streaming platforms. It's basically on everything. <laughs> so, cool. yeah. That is awesome. Jojo, thank you for taking the time and sharing your music experience with us. And I look forward to hearing your EP and... Even more music coming out soon. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Right. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Find out more at artmedianorthwest.com. A-R-T-M-E-D-I-A-N-W dot com. Mm-hmm.